and Bets, presented by PrizePix, here on the Mayo Media Network. I am Matt Moody, joined by DJ Mitchell, as always, to go through a nice, light Tuesday slate of action. So, DJ, we, we saw Chris Meany and uh, Eric Young out here on Monday, going through 14 games. Now we're in the driver's seat with only five games. Like, what are we going to do with all of our free time? You know, I, I could definitely talk a little bit more about disc golf if that's what people need. But, yeah, we'll just get just get right into it. I mean, yeah, five games, end of the year here. It, they just do a 180 on the schedule. Uh, the NHL is like, yeah, we have a ton of teams with games to play. We'll do one on Sunday, 14 on Monday, five on Tuesday. Like just, I, I just I don't understand, but whatever they got to do. Um, but, yeah, Matt, how was your weekend? How was everything going? Any uh, Any good hits? Yeah, no, it was, uh, it went all right. I, I had a pretty good, uh, I had a pretty good golf sweat on Sunday. So it's always nice when that happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, on Monday, I actually hit a nice little bet. We'll talk about that in just a second, but DJ, how was uh, How was your weekend there? Yeah. I, I was just a lot of consistent good bets and no huge hits. Um, I think that the highlight of the weekend was really watching my family try to bet on the horses and I <laughs> did it all through me as their bookie and just <laughs> taking the worst possible bets, like hedging, like 20 to one bets with the favorites on $5. I'm just like, why would yeah. you just, just make this into a trifecta and like try to make money? Like you're going to, you're going to lose money. <laughs> when, when you're like involved in the world, sort of, I mean, honestly, the way that, you know, you and I, and most of the people watching this are like, you just kind of forget how not second nature this stuff is to so many yeah, people like, out there. And that always sort of surprises me. Like, you know, when you're just having conversations and dropping like, you know, money lines and odds and parlays, it's just like, people don't know like what you're no talking idea. about most of the time. No so idea. it's always nice to get that. I tried to explain to my, like my mom, like if you take <laughs> the favorite and a 50 to one, she had like, no, a 49 to one, oh, Bezos. I'm sitting there like, like you realize you're giving yourself like no chance to win money. Like you, you see that, right? And <laughs> yeah. I'm just whatever, but it was fun. I, I had the winning horse last second, me and my cousin drinking the mint julep. We're like, this horse, this, this, this guy, this jockey's won three times. And I remember actually Pat Mayo and I'm trying to remember who he had on. He had Cam and uh, Tim, I think. And they were like, oh, like this horse is really good. I'm like, you know, screw it, 20 bucks. So nice. last second hit, it was just, it was just fun to watch. Look. So yeah. Pat loves to, Pat loves to give us money. So, you know, whenever, whenever you're just thinking about Pat, make sure you drop a like on his videos. So uh, you never know when he's going to drop in. I mean, he's been known to, to give people who like the videos like money. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, the good tips and all that too. Um, yeah, but yeah, you know, talking about money, let's get into the action here on Tuesday. Uh, before we do that, I do want to talk to you about price fix. Uh, so make sure you head on over to pricepicks.com. Use promo code MMN when you sign up. Uh, when you sign up, what you're going to do is you're going to pick up to five fantasy scores. There are five NHL games going on on Tuesday. So there's a thought right there for you. Um, and you're going to pick the over or the under on those five fantasy scores. If you get all of them right, you can win up to 10 times your money. Uh, just as simple as that. So for the NHL, you get three points for a goal, two points for an assist, and a half point for a block shot and a shot on goal. So, you know, be sure to check out the Mayo Media Network Twitter for our favorite picks of the day. Um, and yeah, DJ, anything else going on in the prize pick street? Yeah, I'm going to mention two things. The first thing I want to mention just kind of came to me is if you really like a shot on goal prop and maybe you're like, I don't like the odds here. If you go over to prize picks, you can take a shot on goal um, as well in your in your mix. So if you're like, man, single I love stats. a yeah. single stats. And I feel like we haven't really touched on that a lot, but if you're just in love with one of them and you know Things change. Um, these these you know price picks will come out though, and then or, you know, the lines could change. Like I mean, like the physical lines for what the team is doing. So a guy could get bumped up to line one, off line two, and you might get a single step for them. 
Um, so it could be really fun in that variety. The other thing that I wanted to mention that just, you know, because we check prize picks pretty frequently and I saw NFL pop up and I was like, what the heck? That's a ways off. You can already put some prize pick boards together for the rookies, um, which is pretty cool. I mean, you know, I, I, I things are going to be a little bit different with 17 games, but I was looking at it. I'm like, I'm getting excited here. Uh, the Browns definitely won the draft and they're ready to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't bet on how many interceptions Greg Newsom's going to have. But it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm really excited to see, uh, you know, what they do with all these different stats. And I know my state, New York, is, is kind of legalizing everything. So I can't wait to get a little bit more involved um, than I already am. So yeah, anything um, else before we get to the five games? Yeah, no, I mean, just, uh, you know, make sure you head out, hunt over to prizepicks.com, use promo code MMN. Uh, and, you know, you can put together boards with NHL, MLB, uh, NFL, like DJ saying, NBA. You can do it all. You can, you know, mix and match. So make sure you do that. Let them know we sent you, and we appreciate the support. So let's head into the first game on the docket here on Tuesday. We have the Islanders at the Buffalo Sabres. The Sabres uh, victorious behind Michael Hauser on Monday evening. Now, I got to say, the underlying numbers were saying, hey, Buffalo's actually been playing good hockey as of late. I'm firmly on team goalies just do not matter. So Michael Hauser, right on up. You know what I did? I put 20 bucks down. Plus 245. DJ, I'm not going to make you do the mental math, but guess what daddy's sitting on right now? A nice $69. Oh, wow. Didn't even plan it. So, you know, thank you, Michael Hauser. You're my boy. Um, and yeah, yeah, of course, you know, what, what are we even doing here? Sam Reinhardt, though, the star of the show. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, does he have more than dry settle now? It's got to be close. I think I, he tied him. I think he tied him. Right? Empty the, yeah, I think he tied him with empty netter. I just, Honestly, the Sabres end of the year, I wish, and some people might know what I'm talking about, some not, the gold drafting system. If you don't know what that is, essentially, it's like once you're eliminated, every point you get would go towards getting the first overall pick. And I'm not going to break that down any more than that. You can look it up. The Sabres would easily be getting the first overall pick because they've just been winning games and looking good. And it's very weird because they looked so bad. <laughs> yeah. Um and actually, Reinhardt passed Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, it's 25, Dreisaitl at 24 at the moment. Anyway, on uh, on Tuesday, though, we're, we're talking about plus 210 on the Buffalo Sabres to run it back. We honestly have no idea what they're going to do in that. Um, you know, they it's probably Tukarski, right? There's Tukarski dead now, too. Because, no, uh, so we'll go back to Lucan and some sort of an ankle injury. It yep. doesn't sound to be that severe. They, they make it seem like it's more like a, are we really going to rush this guy back type of situation yeah. so i'm i'm on the fence of they probably just either run house or back or um it's Takarski, which i don't think there's any inherent injury to Takarski, so it's probably going to be him okay um yeah but, i mean but it's it was, he's out i don't know maybe there is an injury i That's thought that. there was something with him um, unavailable it doesn't say any reason though <laughs> you know what he was just like undisclosed not available for monday's game i mean you know what he said he was just like look like hauser my boy he's got this um you know reinhardt can be the backup goalie who was the, yeah, who was the backup that, that's, that's what i'm thinking right now I'm like wait hold on because uko was hurt i, I don't know man um <laughs> yeah let's keep things moving okay. here though while we, while sure. we try and figure out like what actually is going on here um but i mean they could honestly go back to this michael hauser character and you know it's it's really interesting because I don't really know how much I want to put in on Sabres. It seems like the lines definitely moved uh, toward them. You know, obviously after a win tends to do that plus two ten though, for this team that, you know, I don't even know if they're playing that well, but it's the Islanders just, 
like, yeah, they, they took care of business uh, last you know week or so, but they had some cracks in the foundation. Obviously the Sabres took advantage of that. I mean, they outshot them, I believe 40 to 35 and like eight of those shots for the Islanders came in the last couple of minutes. Um, it was, it was pretty dominant on the Sabres part, I must say. So I'm a little bit, um, I'm a little bit back in on the Sabres here at plus 210. Uh, how are you feeling about this over under though? Five and a half, you know, we have this Islanders team that everything goes well, they're playing low tempo, but you know, maybe, maybe they, they spring a leak and what do you know, the game hits the over. So where are you leaning here? I'm definitely leaning to the Islanders. I mean, I just can't see the Sabres doubling down on, on them um, this late in the year, but you never do know for sure. The Islanders are pretty firmly cemented in the playoffs. Uh, we in the over under the over under. I, I like the under, I mean, I just, I don't see this. I mean, it, it's so hard. I, I just won't bet it because a guy like Hauser yeah. or Tukarski could easily give up four in, in, in no time at all. And I think the Sabres have shown they're competent enough. And, and just really, the thing about the Sabres is they're really putting all the minutes in their main guys um, and let, let them say. play. And it's it's been really exciting to see at the end of the year. So I don't know. I, and this game, it's not a stay away from me because I do think there's a couple – props I might get in on as far as like Reinhardt. I mean, if you get Tage Thompson shot prop, I mean, he hit seven in the game uh, against the Islanders and he's just been shooting a ton and they had him on the power of second power play. He was shooting the, the kind of be the trigger guy there. So yeah, I they think have, there's props here worth playing. They have Tage Thompson with the same odds to score as Ryan Pollock. And like, it did, and we love Pollock, sense. but he shoots from a million miles away. Tage Thompson shoots more. And he, you know, he can drive the net, get those dirty goals. Like I definitely like him at plus 460 if you're looking for, you know, a bomb of sorts. And then you already mentioned Reinhardt plus 205, Anthony Bovillier as well, plus 205 over on DraftKings. I think those are the two most likely guys to score in this game. Um, Bovillier has been really, really strong mm-hmm. um, at five on five and on the power play. Like he sort of had a, you know, a strong start to the season, hit a bit of a lull. And now he seems to be back and at full strength. So I'm I'm pretty in on Bovillier here at plus 205. And, you know, if I'm building BFS lineups, I think he's the guy I want to build around from the Islanders side. So any other thoughts on this game? Um, I mean, as far as DraftKings is concerned, there's a ton of value in this game on both sides. So if you do like the over, and I don't think it's the worst call. Like, like I'm saying, I'm not sure if I'm going to bet on it, but either of these teams could allow some against the pace was actually pretty good. Um, you're looking, you're looking at Barzil at 5.5 K, you know, and that's, and, and he's the only player less than Sam Bryan at 6,200. So no matter what way you go with this, it's going to be a decent to good value. I'd say. Um, and like you already mentioned, Bavillier 4k Thompson four two. Uh, yeah. So if you're playing DraftKings, I definitely think you're going to want to get a piece of this because there are some studs that I want to jam in. Uh, we'll talk about that 10 o'clock game when we get to it. Um, <laughs> that's right. So yeah, that, I think that pretty much sums this one up though. Nothing over the top. There's a lot of good to score props. So if you really like anyone and, um, you could even talk me into like a Darlene who had, I think what five shots did he have six shots yeah, on I mean, goal, three blocks and playing 24 minutes. He was shooting yeah, I like, out there. So if you can find Darlene for a point, I like yeah, that a little yeah, better. Yeah. I'm just not that afraid of him, you know, goal scoring wise. Of course, it's you know, true. it's much longer odds, but, um, you know, Darlene is playing really excellent hockey as of late. So um, we can move from there over to, again, I mean, all these are rematches from Monday night, but Boston at the Devils. Um, I mean, Boston took care of business uh, three to nothing 
Like it doesn't really look like a route you know, on the scoreboard, of course, you know, three, nothing isn't the best score, but the shots were 42 to 20. Yeah. Like, yep. I mean, the, the devils just never stood a chance here. Um, it was a little disappointing. You know, we didn't get the big guns involved for um, like no three point bonuses or anything. Um, heck even Pasternak. I mean, he was held off the board entirely. Like Bergeron yeah, had a goal and an assist, no Pasternak, anything. <laughs> um, so that was a bit weird. But we're looking here again at Boston minus 210 on the road, uh, home underdog in the New Jersey Devils plus 170. Um, now, how are you feeling about a second home underdog here? Like, you know, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, I mean, I think if, if you're if you're doing like a five way parlay, just take the Bruins and move on. I, I don't really see any life in this Devils team. Um they're they're very bad. I, I think Boston is, you know, I mean the thing is is at this point the they're in the playoffs. That's pretty much wrapped up. Um, but I just don't really see much of a need to be stacking the Bruins when we see this usage like we do. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it's just not worth it. So yeah. I, I'm not saying this game is a, a dead stay away in DFS either, but I'm probably not going to have much of it. If anything, I might consider jamming in the goalie for the Devils and just praying that they get the win, even though I don't think it's going to happen. But if Blackwood's in, he's good enough to maybe steal the game. He has three in a row if he does get the nod here, um, which I assume he would with Wedgwood playing on Monday. That's one angle of looking at. And even, but I just think that I'm I'm almost entirely fading this game from all props. I don't trust the Bruins with anything they're gonna do. You know, this game is Marshan with six shots on goal. Next game, it could be Pasternak. I, I don't know, but I'm not gonna play you know, Russian roulette with this game is basically the way I'm looking at it. I'd rather just not, not touch it yeah, with any um, of the props, maybe consider Jack Hughes or something. Cause he's playing so many minutes, but yeah. If I you're into, if you're into some, you know, um, player versus team type stats, Mackenzie Blackwood has five starts versus the Bruins. So on the year he's made about 30 ish starts and he's at a nine Oh two save percentage and his five starts against the Bruins. He has a nine fifty save percentage. He is three Oh and two. So in every game, the Devils at least picked up a point against the freaking Bruins. Um, so, you know, I don't know how much I read into that with Mackenzie Blackwood, but if you're going for a cheap goalie, I, I think he's a very viable option. You know, like you said, he should easily see the, the 35 saves. Um, so I, I kind of like that. I'm not sure I'm as willing to go in on this as I am the Sabres, um, just because, like you said, the, the Devils aren't playing a very good brand of hockey at the moment. Um, and frankly, if it's Hauser, he's minimum salary again. That's that's true. That's I mean, true. If it's Hauser, Dragons, yeah. Even if it's Dikarski, sixty nine hundred, he's he's cheaper, and, and you know, yeah. I don't know if either of them so, is just inherently the, like a superior play by far. Mm-hmm. But I, you think the Islanders aren't going to absolutely pump them? Like, yeah, no, like we've, the Bruins might. So yeah, maybe. so yeah, we do have a couple interesting options real early there. So um, looking at some of the players here, does anything stand out to you as far as, you know, uh, to score odds or any usage notes from the game that you noticed? It's hard because the first line for the Bruins dominated in such an unbelievable way that it's like overwhelming when you look at their, like, you know, just the, the base stats and you see, you know, Bergeron four shots, Marsham with six shots, Pasternak with three shots. You think like, well, wow, that must've been really good. They only played like 15 minutes, you know, Pasternak got 16 Marshawn with 16, not their normal workload, especially not when you get the playoff time. And they had that kind of you know dominance. By puck yeah, possession. I mean, so it's still it's, a good play. Like you could talk me into it, but I'm just not going to be able to afford it on DraftKings. I'm not 
sure if I want to take any of these shot props because, like I said, I don't really trust any of them. I, I think I trust Pasternak the most, but three and a half is tough with that usage. And you're getting them all at bad to score odds and bad to get a point odds, which is because they're great. So I don't know. It's really hard for me to want to like sink my teeth into one of these and, and put some variants that I just don't like for, because of the usage, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I will. Um, so I will say a couple of things that stood out to me. One, you mentioned the dominance, the expected goals in the three, nothing game were 3.2 to 1.2, like just, yeah. I mean, just crazy numbers there. Um, one guy who did stand out was Jake DeBrusque. He's real cheap over on DraftKings. He's 2.6K. Um, I mean, look, he's not been very good all year. He's playing on the fourth line. But you're on these sort of smallish slates, you need to take stands on guys who can pop multiple goals. Yeah. And DeBrusque is certainly one of those guys. You might even see, you know, 7 o'clock come around and, oh, look, someone's sitting. You know, someone's banged up. They're taking a maintenance day. And DeBrusque is almost certainly going to be the guy who steps into a larger role if that should happen. So just keep an eye out for it. I'm not, you know, I'm not anticipating anything directly, but I think DeBrusque is just one really good break away from having a very strong night. And this is a guy who, you know, in past years has been 5K on DraftKings because he's been, you know, a a solid goal scorer for this team. So um, he just needs to roll the show up for him. And I think this is a spot where that could happen. Um, And then as far as the devil side of things, like you said, I think I'm just staying away. Um, but Sharon Govich has been real good, you know, still playing with Hughes. I, I think you can chase that as far as, you know, shot prop goes or whatever. You can get them basically even money for, I think, over under is two over on FanDuel. Um, I saw that on Monday. So I, I think that's the one that I would go to. But for the most part, I'm just trying to get as many Bruins as I can. Um, or honestly, I kind of like the under in this game, and, you know, just taking the yeah. under moving on to some of these other matchups, right, but um, right. anything I, else? I, I agree. You know, honestly, right. that might be the way to do it. Just take yeah. the under rather than anything else and just move on or just take the Bruins, but the under is going to give you better odds. And I think it's just as likely to hit as the Bruins winning because I, yeah, yeah. And, I think, and I think a nice two to one game either way is, is that's possible, right. but yeah. probably the Bruins. They're that's what I'm thinking here. You, you right. are praying that the Bruins don't play Rask, which is somewhat like decently likely, and whoever it is just absolutely stinks I mean, it up. And yeah. it's probably Swayman, who's been awesome. So <laughs> yeah, I, just I don't, don't see it happening. I don't know if it matters much, but yeah, yeah. I sort of see um, a low score. Unless if it's myself. a lock, if it's a lock, he could. He's had those games. He's definitely had those games. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, we can go from there over to Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. I mean, a lot of stuff happened on Monday. A lot of it unpredictable. I mean, a guy who hadn't played an NHL game and Michael Hauser in ever. I mean, he hadn't played a game in any league in a year, won a hockey game. And nothing might have been less predictable than the Philadelphia Flyers winning seven to two against your Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, man, like that was a very surprising result, I must say. Um, I don't even know how much more there is to cover here. Like that game was just absolutely nuts. Um, but how do you feel about the rematch? I mean, Philly, you can still get them plus 135 at home, another home underdog. Uh, or are you siding with Pittsburgh at minus 160 on the road in a bounce back spot, looking to take back the possession of first place in the East? I mean, I, I, I just think that this is just, first off, it's a great game, stat game. I mean, there was like 70 over 70 shots on goal. I'm pretty positive. I think it ended up being uh thir- yeah, yeah over, over 80, 40, <laughs> over 80. Oh my God. Yeah. 
you know, I, I think the over is real strong here, even at five and a half. I mean, I like Pittsburgh in a bounce back I, a little bit. I, I'm interested to see what changes they make, um, but I'm fine with taking Pittsburgh in a bounce back, even though the Flyers have played pretty well and Pittsburgh hasn't played great. I, you know, I don't think it's going to be something that is worth, you know, the small sample size of a one game to completely sway me away from the inherent value. I think that Pittsburgh yeah. is here being a much, a far better team overall. Uh, I think we're getting real close to Malkin coming back. Maybe. No, he is back. One. He played, he played. Oh, he played. Oh my God. He did. I remember like looking in the, wait. Yeah, no, he played with Kapanen and. Um, oh my God. Sucker. So yeah, no, he's, he's back. We um, were really close. <laughs> he, he's real okay. close to coming back. He's so close. I can already taste it. Um, but yeah, no. So, so Malkin came back in the lineup. Didn't have a great uh, return, you know, went minus three. Did pick him pick up a point on the Zucker goal, but um, yeah, you know, people love their plus minus. Uh, Malkin certainly didn't help his cause there, um, you know. So it is real interesting to think about what Pittsburgh might do after that loss, but they also just might do nothing. I mean, why, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And one game where, uh, <laughs> you know, the Smith just obviously springs a leak. I don't know yeah. how much actually. Jari gave up too early and then the Smith came in, I believe. But um, in any case, like, yeah, I think that was just a real tough game from a Pittsburgh standpoint in that. Um, so I, I think I'm with you rather than pick a side. I think I will go right back to this over. Um, I, I do just like both sides here a whole heck of a lot. Um, and I do think they offer some nice value. So I, I will start with Malkin, you know, like we talked about him coming back into the lineup. He just, it's not necessarily him, but he's 6,300 on the top power play, but you can get him with Zucker at 3K and Kapanen at 3,700. I mean, that right there is about what, a 13, $14,000 line stack on DraftKings. Like that to me is what I think I want to attack. Um, but are there any other sort of players, especially on the flyer side that you are looking at here? Yeah. I mean, I think with the flyers, it's funny because, all of the time before this year, it seems it was always like, man, the flyers just roll four lines. The flyers, you know, now there's such a concentration of minutes with the top two lines. I mean, it's been really nice to see. So it's so obvious where to go. Um, I mean, the Giroux Kateria line is going to get the bulk of the minutes connect me. Um, it, it was right there with them at 17. No, it's seven shots on goal. Um, so it's, you know, it's going to be pretty easy to figure out what you want to do there. I really think that I'm just going to end up having at least one whole game stack here. I'm not sure exactly what it's going to come out to be. I love Pittsburgh one. Yeah. So I will say connect is just a ridiculous value. Yeah. Yeah. 4,300. Like he, he played with, I'm just trying to look if they changed it up at all during the game. He was with Drew and Couturier. He was, right? Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay, yeah. and on the because top power just, play. Yeah, so, just because like, Drew got like 22 minutes and he had 17. Yeah. I'm like, did they make a change? But No, nah, what Drew does is Drew just takes these long shifts. <laughs> so, you know, Drew's out there. He's playing with, you know, multiple lines at a time, basically. But he's Claude Drew, right. and he seems back. Like, he seems really confident, picked up another two goals, but he's been shooting a lot lately. Um, so yeah, I, definitely. If you're going with the flyer side, I think their top line is where I want to go. And yeah, then with the that. Pittsburgh side, you know, their second line and just sort of, uh, you know, the top lines will score up and you just got to think, you know, uh, the Malkin line gets the advantage in their matchup 
and the Couturier line gets the advantage in their matchup. And there you go. You have a nice little game stack going. So yeah. I like that Neither idea. Pieces. Gostisberg got the first power play, right? He's back. Yeah, he's back. Like, yeah, he's making sure. I mean, he scored, correct? He did score. He did score. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, in the first power play. Yeah. Yep. yep. DJ, so learn how to read a game play. log. <laughs> I... <laughs> And Gedecki and Drew assisted that. Wow. Yeah, that whole the whole stack actually hit. Wow. Hopefully they do it again. Yeah, no, I'm I I just I was just thinking I, I was pretty sure he played the first power play, which is uh, pretty cool because I've been pro has been such a great smash play lately, but he comes up that first power play kind of hurts his yes. upside. Hey, it's that. ghost season. We're always in for spooky season. All right, yeah. <laughs> let's get over to Chicago at Carolina. Carolina coming off of a big win. Um, Aho putting up nine shots and a hat trick. I mean, Aho just did everything that we wanted Andres Fetchnikov to do. And I got to say, I'm here for it. I'm fine with it. So, you know, we're, we're talking Carolina at home minus 230 over under five and a half. That, that just seems, I mean, that just seems a little off to me. Like, give me the over yeah. right away. That seems yeah. uh, one of my favorite bets uh, off the board. I'll take that one, honestly. Um, but how are you feeling about the sides here? Anything of note? I mean, I, I think I've always been team. The Black Hawks aren't that good. I think that I, I would say that almost every time we do a show and they're playing any of the top three teams in their division, I am like, why are the odds the way they are? Um, and I think this this is the case where, you know, we finally get a matchup where we, Carolina, I think the odds are pretty correct. I, I still like Carolina, but I just don't see a point in it. You know, just take the over. You can't do both. Just take the over here. Yeah. It's it's just so much. It's just so much more value than trying to take a minus 230 Carolina in a, not a, you know, a, a game that they want to lose. You know, they want to secure first place. Obviously they're going to be playing hard. The top guys will be out. Hmm. Minutes and you see top players yeah. getting 18, 19. So um, I'm not trying to say that. All right. Well, while DJ fights his, um, while DJ fights his internet, looking at the games between Chicago and Carolina this season so far, uh, we have a four to three, six to four, five to three, two to one, four to three, five to two. Like, I mean, we're talking five and a half here. If this was a six and a half, I'm honestly shading the over as well. So to see five and a half, that's just a number I'm jumping on. We've seen it numerous times in these, you know, in this matchup, uh, obviously. And we saw it again literally last night. So um, give me the over five and a half. If I'm looking at the players, I got to start on the, the Hawk side because without Adam Bogfist, there is a power play one job up for grabs. That does go to Duncan Keith. So, you know, it, it's not it's not flashy. It's not sexy. He's a little bit priced up, but you're talking pretty good value in Duncan Keith. Um, if you can get a player prop for shots on goal, um, I was seeing him at one and a half over at like, you know, minus 120. Um, if you can get that again, I'm all I'm all about that on Tuesday. He picked up three shots on Monday, but just that power play job is just so valuable. You know, he, even if he's not going to score, he's going to put pucks on that, get him through traffic, you know, just try and create rebounds. So I like the Duncan Keith player prop when you can find it. Um, but how do you feel about the Svetchikov shot prop, DJ? I know we do this every show and it's, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it burns us. Um, but, you know, tell us once and for all, what are you doing with, Mr. Svechnikov. Can you hear me okay? First off. <laughs> I can. Um, we'll see if that continues. Oh my God. I don't know what happened there. It just all of a sudden just went real laggy. Um, I mean, yeah, the Svechnikov shot prop has been dead lately. And it's 
it's weird to watch him not hit his shot prop and his DraftKings price just soar. Yeah. It's just odd. Uh, but I mean, I'm, I don't know. I mean, again, it's funny, like looking at this game log, it's eerily similar to what Boston did to New Jersey, except Nadelkovich didn't quite stop pucks uh, at, at the same rate <laughs> that Tuka did. Um, I, you know, I think that there's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot of shots for Carolina again. I think it's very likely that Feshnikov could hit it over two and a half, but you know, part of me just wants to take Dougie and I'm assuming decently similar odds. Uh, how, how far off would Dougie be, you know, and he's just been all better. Right. I mean, all right. he's been better. I shoots from farther. I know. I you know, heard it I here. Know. You heard it but, here. We're off. We're off the Andre Feshnikov train. I would just rather take Dougie. That I'm not off of it. Like I, I still, he's still my boy. He knows that he's listening. You know, Andre, I got your back. Dougie's a better play. He has a better high course per sixty over the last ten. I probably more than that. Probably over the course of the year, even like if you want to get crazy and uh, he's he's going to be out there for 20, 22 minutes. Power play one, just like special call, but he's been shooting so much lately. I just I don't see a reason why I would do that. And I'm guessing the odds are going to come in similar. All right. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think if I'm going on the Carolina side, I'm obviously attacking that first line in DFS. Um, and for player props, you know, uh, I, I like Dougie. Give me Dougie as well for, for the shot prop if you can find him. So is there any value um, in this game you like? Because I feel like we, we talk a lot on DraftKings. We're like, you know, we haven't even gotten to the, the two top, uh, you know, top players of the, of the night, maybe. So, um, you know, one guy that I hadn't mentioned yet that I wanted to get to. If we keep talking about Carolina one, I think that the value of the night could be also with Teravainen, um, a guy that's playing the role. He's shooting, he's scoring. Uh, you know, I don't really see why we haven't mentioned him as another guy we want to include in this. Other than um, was he on the I mean, play in this one? He is not, and I just don't trust him as a shooter. That, that's my concern with Teravainen paying five K mm-hmm. for a guy that I just don't trust um, the pucks on that. So that's my main concern with it. If I'm looking but for value. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, I, if I'm looking for actual value here, I mean, I'm honestly thinking about Adam Gaudet. Like, you know, like, it's 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 real it's real dicey, I think, in this game. But at least Gaudet saw some ice time with Patty Kane. Uh, we know that Gaudet, when he's on the ice, will put pucks on goal. Um, and then on the Carolina side, if I had to pick one, I mean, Warren Fogel's really been um, – like, he's been producing. I, I'm not positive that continues. But if you're looking for punts, I think those are your two options from this game. Um, besides the Duncan Keith value that I talked about, but he's not like entirely, you know, uh, minimum salary or anything. So does that uh, sufficiently answer your question? I mean, I want to, I want to say that's fair, but right. I think on a five game slate, if you're in on Carolina one, get all in on Carolina one, like they got to go for three or four goals and they were or- fine and could have, or Aho can go for a hat trick and nine shots on goal, and Svechnikov can get one shot and one assist. So, you know, that, that could happen. Yeah, no, it's hockey, baby. Um, so I, I, I like Terry Terravine, though. I really do. I think that he is, he's going to find a goal in this one. All right. Last game of the night Edmonton, Vancouver. Um, I mean, the big news, obviously, out of Edmonton is the band is back together until it's not. Uh, McDavid, Dry Seidel, Pulley RV, top line. Um, they're going to be popular. The, yeah, Paul Yarvey's already, you know, he scored on Monday. Um, the, the line's clicking. So, you know, we get them at the peak of their powers. Um, man, like if you just betting back-to-backs in general is tough, betting this back-to-back is real tough for me because 
I want to like this Vancouver team. I like a lot of their pieces. It just doesn't work. Uh, their defense just is not good enough. Um, nope. Even they can put guys like Niels Hoaglander in great spots. He can be productive and it just doesn't matter because he'll give up goals to McDavid. So you're talking minus 195 on the Edmonton money line. I think I just got to take that. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I want to go underdogs. Um, I want to go on all dogs card, but especially home dogs, you know, four home dogs on this slate, but I just can't do it. So give me the Edmonton side of things here. Um, and how are you feeling about the over under currently posted at five and a half? I know. Right. I mean, it just doesn't feel right. Are, are they, I mean, are they trying to trick us? Like it feels like they're trying to trick us because I don't quite get it. We're still talking about McDavid and dry against Vancouver, you know, most games against Vancouver. Vancouver. That's right. That's right. Uh, Vancouver gives up three goals a night. Like they're going to in their sleep. Style. Yeah. In their sleep. And then that's before the Fed's the first. Um, I just, I don't get it. You know, I really don't. I'm very on the over. Also, I mean, just as you already mentioned, Niels Hoglander plus 330 to score. Love it. That seems like a, that seems like a real good value. I mean, he's around guys like James Neal and Ryan McLeod. Um, that doesn't seem completely correct. Unless and unlike those Neal. guys, he's playing with JT Miller and Brock Messer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seems weird. But yeah, I just, mentioning that really quickly, but yeah, I'm all in on McDavid here. Uh, you know, I think at a multi-point night, maybe even go with like a, like a three point night for him. He is so incredibly good. This is such a bad Vancouver team. And I don't really understand. And again, I, I agree with you. Like there's so many pieces on Vancouver that I like, but you put this team together and for some reason they have. They, they need a goalie to bail them out. And um you know, uh, I guess that could happen. It's happened for them lately, but um, yeah, I mean, I just don't really feel like there's much uh, more to this besides I'm pretty in on the Oilers again. Um, if you're looking to get crazy, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is slotted to play alongside, um, shoot, I just had it up, Cahoon, and no, the, I don't know if you can, can you help me there? Yamamoto. On the, Yamamoto. Was it uh, that's right. Yamamoto? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where you can go if you want to get kind of crazy with it. Um, you know, they're, they're certainly good players. Yamamoto especially has some offensive talent. Um, but you know, a lot of the people in this game are going to be looking at Dreisaitl and McDavid. If I had to pick one, I'm picking Dreisaitl to score over McDavid. Um, Dreisaitl's just, you know, shown a, uh, you know, the trigger, I guess he's been the trigger guy. When he's played alongside McDavid, McDavid tries to find him more than Drysaddle tries to find McDavid. So that's how I break that tie. But I do like betting both the score and just sort of going, you know, Edmonton onslaught sort of with your bets because plus money on either of those guys seems a little off to me. Like that seems like good value. So everything you said is right. I mean, I think if you're going to do the Edmonton onslaught, you got the Sabres, you got the Islanders. You could get value from both of them in together if you want, or you could just kind of go in on one of the lines, like a Middlestad, Thompson, um, you know, and you could definitely make that work. I, I'm right. probably going to do that. I, Before well. we pick a couple of our favorite lines uh, for DFS, let's just quickly summarize two of our favorite bets on the night and then get to some of these line stacks. Okay. Yeah. I, I get carried away sometimes with the DFS, you know, that um, so right. favorite bets. I don't want to, I'll let you go first because you're already, we're so invested in one of them. I don't want to, I don't want to steal it. All right. I mean, look, I, you know, so I'm debating which of the home dogs I want to take, but before I do that, I am rushing to the counter to get the over on 
Chicago, Carolina. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's real sharp. Um, I think the under on the Boston, New Jersey is also just the right call there. Um, especially actually, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's in it for Boston. They're gonna give up less than two goals, like two or less, and even if they score three, you know, I, again, I think that it's just everything about that game makes sense. I'm, I, the only thing you're worried about is Mackenzie Blackwood absolutely laying an egg. And I think he's a good enough goalie to keep from Boston, you know, pumping five on him. So. All right. Um, so I'm going to break the tie with the, you know, the home dogs, my home dog card, my favorite home dog on the slate, the Buffalo Sabres. Doesn't matter if it's Michael Hauser. Doesn't matter if it's Dustin Tokarski. Doesn't matter if Ryan Miller retires from the Ducks, signs with the Sabres, plays in net the next night. Doesn't matter who the goalie is because Sam Reinhardt's going to carry them. Sam Reinhardt going for that Rocket Richard, baby. He's almost there. Almost uh, there. I think just 15 more goals. I think my uh, next one would be really almost any shot prop in the Philly Pittsburgh game. <laughs> uh, you could talk me into so many. Connect me, I think it's going to yeah. be a little bit of the hotter hand if you can get it, just because he has such a prominent role right now and clearly the trigger guy um, in many capacities for them. So I think he's the safest bet there. But honestly, any of the top line for Pittsburgh, too, if they're two and a half, I think is in play. Um, they're going to see over 20 minutes of ice time, probably all together in a really high tempo game. So Crosby, the safest bet there. Russ has actually come back to form a little bit. If you find like really, really good odds on him because he's been so bad as of like the course of the last like 20 games. I don't know if some. Yeah, Russ has, um, you know, he, he actually missed tonight, but me and he was talking him up. He had some pretty yeah, good form yeah. as of late. So, so you know, could, yeah. could bounce if back. If he's back, but yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, but let's do a couple yeah. DFS stacks and get on out of here. So. I will go first. Um, you know, it's it's not creative, but Edmonton one man, I, I think you just got to do it. Um, yep. Like McDavid, Dreisaitl, Tyson Berry, maybe over Pulley People might chase the goal he scored, but we know Pulley can sort of disappear even when McDavid has one of his games. Um, so give me Tyson Berry, maybe a little bit different, and then we'll get creative with the second stack. So uh, what are you going to lead us off with? I mean, there's a lot of ways to go about this, but I think, especially because you want to be getting Edmonton in, and you know, I know you're high on the Sabres, but I'm gonna think I'm gonna go the other way with just uh, Bavillier, uh, um, and just really working around him. It, it makes the most sense, I'd say, to probably take a center in Brock Nelson. Um, and then, did you? I'm trying to pull up their power play that they ran because I'm sure they changed it. Was he with Pulak? Do you have it? Um, we actually don't have that at the moment because know, Hockey yeah. Viz has not posted it, but um, that, that is what I believe happened. I yes. believe it was both. All right. So my second one, I will go with a little Chicago stack. And, you know, again, I don't love Chicago here on their face, but we did see a line late in the game of Patty Kane with Adam Gaudet. And, you know, I'm just I'm just here for anything Adam Gaudet related. And then tack on Duncan Keith to that. And, you know, there's a three-man stack that I don't think anyone else will have. Um, and certainly Gaudet's a stretch, but you got to play this, you know, bargain bin guys in order to fit in the studs. So I think that's what I'm doing. I'm hoping people miss on that. And even if Patty Kane's not listed on that line, he does play with everyone. So just get Gaudet into somewhere in a nice roster spot. And I think he's a good play on this slate. Um, one more for me and then let's go or from you, Deej. 
I, I closed every single tab, so my internet hopefully doesn't suck again. I just heard it start to go. Um, I don't know. This, sorry about that. So last one. Um, God, this is tough. What, what did you say again? Which last one was it? I, I said sure Chicago. Chicago, right? Okay. Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure. Okay, I'll do the Flyers one. Um, nice. Drew, Konechny, and give me Goss to spare. All right, I dig it. So, uh, you know, if you want some, um, you know, if you want to talk more about DFS, we do have a Discord, the Morning Skate Podcast Discord. DM us on Twitter at Morning Skate Pod if you want to join that. Um, a lot of good talk going on in there. But if you just want to talk bets or whatever, feel free to drop a comment in the YouTube section. Tweet at us. I'm at Fake Moods. DJ's at DJ underscore Mitchell 94. Uh, we'd love to help you guys out. So we hope that you all, you know, really have a great five game slate here. Uh, lastly, big thanks to PrizeFix for sponsoring the show. Head on over to prizefix.com, show your support using code MMN when you sign up, and they'll even give you up to a $100 match bonus for doing so. Uh, so from DJ and from myself, good luck, everybody. We will see you.